Hey, welcome back to VA Made Easy. I'm Ed Farmer. Today we're going to talk about the three appeals track of the Appeals Modernization Act. I'm going to discuss the advantages and disadvantages of each and give you examples of when you should use each one. So let's get going. Hi, I'm Edward Farmer. I'm a disabled veteran and a VA disability appeals attorney. I'm creating this podcast, VA Claims Made Easy, to help veterans navigate their own way through the VA disability system. The first one is called the Supplemental Claims Track. To initiate this claim, you're going to use VA Form 20-0995. Now guys, I don't, I'm not going to go into detail about how to fill this form out in this video, but if you need help with that, you know, feel free to schedule a consultation with me. So the supplemental claims track requires you to submit new and relevant evidence. New meaning it hasn't been considered before. Relevant meaning it goes to prove or disprove your claim. Now, I've been seeing the VA reject supplemental claims recently, stating that the evidence submitted is not new and material. Now, new and material is a higher standard than new and relevant. So if you see that, please call the VA out on that. Submit a, another supplemental appeal informing them that the correct standard is new and relevant and not new and material. All right, so what are some advantages and disadvantages of the supplemental claims track? One, it's much quicker than filing an appeal with the Board of Veterans' Appeals. The VA has a 125-day goal to respond to the supplemental claims. In my practice, that's more or less right. They're right about around 125 days. Next, they allow you to submit new evidence as well as new theories of entitlement. And you could use a supplemental claim track if there's a change in the law. Disadvantages, it's decided by less experienced VA employees, some of which may be the same people who denied you in the first place. So let's go over some examples of when the best time to use a supplemental claim is. So a supplemental claim allows you to reopen claims over a year. So let's say over a year ago, you were denied PTSD for lack of proof of the in-service stressor, you have since gained new and relevant evidence helping prove that in-service stressor, that's a good time to file a supplemental claim. In fact, that would be your only option is to file a supplemental claim for a disability you filed more than a year ago. You're denied service connection for sinusitis related to burn pits three years ago, and since then the PACT Act has been filed. This is another good use to reopen your claim using the supplemental claim track. It allows you to reopen based on a change in the law. You filed more than one year ago, but now you have a new theory of entitlement to service connection. So let's say you filed for sleep apnea three years ago, and you claimed it related to your PTSD, but now You've gained some buddy statements who said you have sleep apnea symptoms in service and you want the VA to, to consider that sleep apnea directly to service. That's a good use of the supplemental claim track. Within the last year, you're denied PTSD due to a lack of diagnosis, but now you've acquired a diagnosis. Use supplemental claim track to submit that new diagnosis. Note, guys, if you file supplemental claim 
within one year of being denied, your effective date should go all the way back to whenever you opened or reopened that claim. So back to your intent to file or back to your 21-526EZ. Within the last year, you received a decision where you disagree with the PTSD rating. You've acquired some statements indicating that your rating should be 50% and not 10%. That's a good time to use a supplemental claim track. Now guys, know if you received a rating that you disagreed with more than one year ago, do not use the supplemental claim track. The proper procedure then is to use VA Form 21-526EZ. You could only use supplemental claim track for a rating if you received that rating within the last one year. All right, that's the supplemental claim track. The second option, your second appeals track is a higher level review. Now the higher level review is a closed record. That means that you cannot submit any more evidence. The higher level reviewer, who tends to be a more experienced VA employee, has to decide the case based on the evidence already in the record. Now you could submit argument as to why you think the decision was wrong, but you cannot submit new evidence. The higher level reviewer is supposed to take a fresh look at the record. This is called a de novo review. He's not supposed to give any deference to the last adjudicator. In reality, this almost never happens. Uh, in fact, many times they use the last adjudicator's decision to issue their higher level review decision. If you want to initiate this process, you use VA Form 20-0996. Some advantages of the higher level review process is one, you could ask for an informal conference with the higher level reviewer, give you a chance to explain your side of things, discuss uh, the case with the higher level reviewer. However, it's, you're not able to give testimony at that time uh, because once again, it's not meant for new evidence and that would be considered new evidence. Another advantage is it's still quicker than the board. Again, you're looking at uh, roughly 125 days to receive a decision. Although I, I have some cases that at the higher level review that have been pending more than 125 days. But as I'll explain in a minute, that's still much quicker than you could get at the board. The disadvantage, as we discussed, you can't submit new evidence. And another disadvantage is you cannot submit a higher level review on a higher level review decision. So if you already asked for a higher level review, you can't ask for another higher level review. You would have to ask for a supplemental or go to the board at that time. What kind of cases are best for the higher level review track? These are cases where there's an obvious error in fact or an obvious error in law. So for example, say you apply for service connection for a knee and the VA said, well, there's no evidence that you had a knee injury in service. And you say, yes, there is dummies. It's in my service treatment records and you point that out to the higher level reviewer, that's a good option to use higher level review. Another option is if they make a mistake in law. So you apply for sinusitis related to burn pits and the decision says, um, there's no link between your sinusitis and burn pits. And you say, hey, guys at the regional office, um, there's this thing called the PACT Act and sinusitis is a presumptive condition. That's a good use of the higher level review option. Lastly, what I use higher level review for are effective date issues. 
guys, check your effective dates. Every decision you get, the VA in 90% of my decisions messes up the effective date. They set it from the date of the exam or they set it from the day you filed the appeal. They don't set it from the day you first opened or your intent to file. So that's a higher level review, guys. Great for obvious errors in fact or law. The third option is to appeal to the Board of Veterans' Appeals. This is a group of judges who sit in Washington, D.C. They call themselves veteran law judges. They're not truly judges. They're just lawyers like I am. But they do have a lot more experience with VA law. And I'll explain what the advantages and disadvantages of going to the board are in just a minute. Uh, but th let's first discuss the three sub-options under a board appeal. So if you want to initiate a board appeal, you're going to use VA Form 10182. That form gives you three sub-options. One, you could do what's called the direct review. And this is very similar to a higher level review in that the record is closed. You cannot submit new evidence at that time. The judge reviews the record and he bases the decision based on that. This is the quickest lane under the board, but still lengthy. The next option is a supplemental evidence option. So you can submit new evidence to the board within 90 days of filing that 10182. This option takes a little bit longer in direct review, but not as long as the third sub-option, which is the hearing option. This allows you to have a, a hearing with the veteran law judge, explain your position, give some testimony, which may be great in some cases, especially guys are trying to prove a stressful event happened in service. The hearing option also allows you to submit new evidence. However, let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages of the board. One advantage and the reason I go to the board is the judges tend to better understand VA law. You're going to get higher quality decisions out of the board than you are the regional office. They are considering all the evidence. They're discussing all the evidence. Your odds of getting a better decision are higher. The biggest disadvantage is the time it takes. God, you're going to be waiting a long time. Right now, it's about three years to get a decision out of the board. And if you requested a hearing, tack another year onto that. So you're looking at three to four years just to get a decision. Three years ago, I would have said, told you, go to the board as often as you can to get that higher quality decision. But they're so backed up right now. I, I want you to exhaust all your remedies at the regional office first. So when's a good time to use a board appeal? When you've exhausted all your remedies, you've, you've filed all the evidence you have. You've done the higher level review. You continue to get denied. At that time, I suggest bite the bullet and go to the board. Another good option of going to the board is you have a legally complicated issue. So a complicated effective date issue or a clear and unmistakable error. That's a good option to go to the board. Another good option is when you have a medically complicated issue. So maybe you're claiming a cancer you think is from the burn pits, but it's not presumptive. You're going to want a judge to look at that. Guys, if you go to the board, I highly recommend you get representation. A VA accredited agent or attorney. Some VSOs might be able to handle a board appeal, but I think you really need to get somebody representing you. Uh, please 
don't use these unaccredited companies that claim to be insiders or guardians. They're just going to take your money and they're illegally charging you. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of the video, there is a fourth option. And that fourth option is not a track in itself, but it's called a split appeal. So you don't necessarily have to pick supplemental, higher level review, or board. You could do a combination of them. So say you get granted PTSD at 10% and they only paid you back to the date of the exam. I would do a supplemental appeal for the rating. Include some buddy statements showing your symptoms. I would do a higher level review on the effective date issue. And then say you have another issue in there where you're denied a, a rare cancer due to the burn pits. Take that one to the board. You don't have to pick the same option for the same decision. You could get that split up. Well, I hope this was helpful, guys. As always, if you want to see me do a topic, leave it in the comments. If you need additional help with your claim, please use my scheduling app or visit me at vetlawoffice.com. I'm Ed Farmer. See you guys soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope this was helpful in navigating the VA disability system. Please continue to follow me and listen for further help. If you guys have a particular issue or story you would like to share, it may help others who have a similar problem. Feel free to reach out to me and we can talk about sharing your issue or problem on the next show. And if you need some additional help, visit my website, vamadeeasy.com. 